We are duck hunting fanatics. Knee deep in the duck blind. If it flies, it dies. Only duck hunting fanatics know what it feels like to see a brightly colored Drake Mallard cup its wings and soar towards your decoys. It's what we do and it's what we love. Duck hunting fanatics with boots on the ground, eyes in the skies reports. And we get it from professional duck guides all across the country. We interview them for their top tips and tricks from their years of experience from the duck hunting blind. This is Duck Hunting Fanatics, and this is Eric Wilkes. Greetings, friends and fellow duck hunting fanatics. Eric Wilkes here again with another episode of Knee Deep in the Duck Blind, and we have another very special guest lined up for you guys today. And uh, I was just chatting with him briefly before we started the podcast, and I can already tell he's just full of knowledge. Uh, but we have on the line with us here, Dr. Fritz Reed, who is uh, right now the Director of Boreal and Arctic Conservation at Ducks Unlimited. And I can already tell you, hope you guys are, are sitting down and you're maybe ready to take notes. If you're looking for something fresh and something new and a new challenge to try, uh, I can already tell you, uh, Dr. Fritz has me sold on getting up to the, the Pacific Northwest. So uh, Dr. Fritz, welcome and thanks for being here. Definitely appreciate you donating some time to hang out with us today. No problem. Don't call me Dr. Fritz. Just call me Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Fritz. Well, listen, uh, you know, again, yeah, thanks for being here. We're, we're excited to have you on. And, uh, you know, we, we forgot to hit the record button early on in our conversation. So we're going to kind of recap kind of what we were talking about. And, uh, you know, again, thanks so much for being here. So let's talk about the, the Northwest Territories and what it's like to hunt uh, in the Pacific Northwest. You bet. You bet. Well, um, you know, those of those of your guests or those of your or, or participants, your listeners who have hunted in Canada, uh, it, it's a different hunt as you go further north. As you get into the boreal forest, you're in more permanent waters, bigger waters, can get into some big river systems and uh it can be a different hunt it it logistically it'll take you you know a, a little more effort but it can be a really exciting hunt um i've had the good fortune of being able to fish and hunt in the northwest territories first of all one of the great things about the northwest territories is you only need a federal uh duck stamp of Canada to hunt ducks in the Northwest Territories. You don't need a license. There's, there's no small game license. So once you have that federal stamp, uh, you're good to hunt. Uh, the other thing that's great is, is if you're a Canadian citizen, you can shoot 25 ducks a day. Uh, th those of us that are from the US can only shoot eight, but, uh, but the Canadians can shoot uh, 25 ducks a day. Um, obviously you'd want to have some good connections with some of the first nation folks to be <laughs> yes. able to, uh, give them those ducks if, if you're going to be hunting at that level. But, um, yeah. So, uh, as we talked about logistics is, is a big deal. There's two ways to get there. You can either fly or drive. The drive is very long. Uh, yellow knife is about 28 hours straight shot from Edmonton. If you're driving, so I really recommend flying. It's, uh, it's a lot easier to get up there. And I recommend bringing your own gun and your own shells. Uh, there's a paucity of those 
um, either one of them uh, as, as you get further north. So uh, bring your stuff, uh, bring your own gear. Um, hopefully, if you, uh, I do recommend having a guide, whether an indigenous guide or somebody local that you know. Um, you want to have somebody that has local knowledge. Uh, it, it, it is, you know, can be fairly dangerous if you, if you don't know the lay of the land and, uh, and you're in, in deep water, you're in uh, granitic uh, rocks that you could take the bottom off your prop and uh, you don't want to do that. So having a guide's a, a great idea. Um, Local knowledge is the key. And, and for those guys that maybe you know, aren't familiar with the, the, the Northwest, what types of ducks do you see up there? What, what can you get into? Because I know that there's some unique uh, situations and some unique opportunities that present themselves for those guys that are exploring the Northwest. A absolutely. So, so uh, you know, you can run into lots of the boreal birds, uh, green-winged teal, widgeon, uh, pintail mallards, um, scop as well as the really unique ability, you can get all three scoters, you can get both golden eye species, long-tailed ducks, um, uh, you can get greater scop. Um, so so some, some unique species up there that you're not gonna see in other places. And as I said, you know, it, 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 as a US citizen, you can shoot eight ducks a day, so you can have Ducks to eat, ducks that you're you know interested in bringing back to mount. Um, you have you have several opportunities for sure. Absolutely, and and I know so one thing we were talking about prior to pressing the record button was um, how the local prepare their ducks, and I know you had mentioned that they actually prepare the whole duck guts guts and all, and so just talk about that a little bit and how in terms of how that preparation is done. Sure. So the Acacio people. Uh, that's the area around Yellowknife and, and to the east. Um, I've been with many of those folks where, where they like to, uh, they, they prepare their, their ducks by uh, leaving them whole, uh, feathers on, guts in, and they'll get a really uh, heavy smoke alder fire and in a teepee. And then they'll put their ducks, hang them in there for like three days and get them a heavy smoke and then uh, eat them right right from there uh, and eat both the, the meat and the guts. And, uh, and they, they generally like uh, the, the Mergini, the, you know, the uh, golden eye, the scoters, uh, they think they have a, a, a better flavor, but uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's always interesting preparing the entire duck, even with feathers, everything on, and then you know, literally smoking it for for three days. Talk about the ultimate slow roast and slow cook. That's uh, pretty amazing, and I'm sure I know alder alderwood is a very distinct flavor too. So I'm sure it has some great flavor. I'd be curious just to try it sometime, just to say that yeah. I have. You know, um, have it's you had great. the opportunity to try it? Oh yeah, yeah, lots of times. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Another way they, they love to prepare their, their ducks, they, they do duck soup. And they're, they're uh, typically taking breast meat. Uh, they'll often uh, take the intestine and uh, get a nice stock going and then, and then uh, have it really rich in meat. They can add potatoes, whatever. And, uh, and that can be 
you know, fabulous, you know, come in uh, cold morning and, uh, and get, uh, get some great, great duck soup. And when you go up, when, when you go up in October and September, you know, their season starts September one, um, you've got a really good chance of seeing Northern lights. And so that can be a real treat to, uh, to uh, see the Northern lights. And, and, and it's, it's not a bad time to fish as well. Uh, sometimes the pike can, can be turned off by, by the end of August, but, uh, but uh, lake trout, um, the in canoe or, or the she fish, uh, they can, they can be in the shallows. And, uh, I've fished, I fish many times with the light of the Northern lights and that, that can be a, that can be a fun treat. Wow. That sounds like a really fun treat. That'd be really, really, a uh, interesting thing. Something I've never had the opportunity to experience. And I've been to a lot of places in our country, but that Pacific Northwest is one place I haven't quite had a chance to get to. And it's definitely on my, uh, list of places to get. I, I have been to Alaska, but I've been to, you know, the Southern part of Alaska and it's been on a, a bear deer hunting and salmon fishing adventure. And I've gone, done that a couple of times. So I got to get a little bit further North and, uh, get yeah. up into the, get up into the ducks up, up that way and have a little bit of fun with that. Uh, hey, what's know, your the, personal, the, the Copper River Delta in, uh, in Southeast Alaska, you know, it's one of the great wetland systems on our continent and uh first time i went duck hunting there with the uh, local biologist uh, dan logan uh he had a scop go by at about 65 yards and he swung on it and shot i said wow that was a little out there wasn't it and he said he said listen he said this wetland is seven hundred thousand acres he said there's probably six of us hunting it today he said if you see a duck shoot at it <laughs> Those are the fun ones. And hey, well, you know, you get to challenge yourself a little bit too, uh, reaching, reaching out there a little ways. That's I've, right. had, I've had situations like that before where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't, I, you mentally you're, you're swinging and you're like, I don't have a chance. I don't have a chance. You pull the trigger anyway. And all of a sudden bird drops and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> right. So sometimes right. There's, there's, sometimes you surprise yourself. And uh, I think that, that, that that's what keeps it uh, fun and keeps it interesting. And I, I, part of me thinks that that's also what keeps us hunting too, right? You bet. Yeah. Especially if, if, uh, it means dinner or no dinner, <laughs> you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna whack them. It's a good point. <laughs> What's your favorite duck to shoot, to hunt? Oh boy. That, that's tough. I, you know, I, um, it, I, I have a club, I, I'm a member of a club down in the San Joaquin Valley in California. And, and we, sh about 65% of our harvest is green wing teal great duck to hunt, uh, you know, a challenge to shoot, uh, wonderful to eat. Uh, green wings certainly are right up there. Uh, pintails, that's a real traditional California bird. Uh, again, wonderful to eat, especially December, January birds when they're nice and fat. Yeah, it's when they've uh, had a lot to eat and they're, they're, they're getting ready to make that journey south. So that's right when you, you want to catch them, which makes sense. Awesome. Uh, well, listen, you know, Fritz, I appreciate you being here. Anything else, you know, that you'd like to share? Anything else, any, sure. any advice, any words of wisdom that you'd like to share before we wrap up here? Sure. Uh, you know, people that are thinking about going up there, there's a couple of places I'd recommend. The Tulsa Delta 
is one spot. Uh, the North Arm, uh, north of Yellowknife, the Enoda Lodge, that's another spot. And then uh, James Marlowe is a guide out of Lutzel Cay, which is the East Arm of Great Slave Lake. Those are all three places that if you're thinking about going up there, you might look into that, look on the internet. Uh, um, and, and if you can't make it all the way up to the Northwest Territories, but you want to sample what does the boreal look like and what is hunting in the boreal? Cardinal Lake is a place in northern Alberta that I'd recommend. You can actually drive right to Cardinal Lake. You, you're going to want to bring a boat. But uh, there, there's a couple guides out of Cardinal Lake. And then, uh, and then, as I say, you can drive there. So that's a place that uh, you can get into boreal ducks, uh, kind of experience, you know, the change of the colors up there in September early October and uh, pretty, pretty, pretty amazing place. It sounds like it. And I know you've been up there. How, many, how long have you been up there now? How long have you been in the, the Pacific Northwest? Well, uh, I've worked for Ducks Unlimited for 33 years and uh, wow. for, first went to Alberta the first year I, I joined and uh, if, if always, only one year during COVID did I not make it. And uh, just it's fa fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, and I know that's like, a, you know, you and I were talking a little bit at the, the very beginning before we hit the record button. And, you know, it's one of the areas on my personal list to get out to. And um, we didn't talk much about the San Joaquin Valley, but I, I definitely want to have you on a, a future episode. We'll talk about the San Joaquin Valley because I think there, you have a lot to offer around that. And um, I'm sure we could do a whole segment just on what, what you've got going on there um, in that area as well. So, uh, again, I want to thank you for your time. Hopefully for, for those of you that are listening or maybe uh, uh, watching us on YouTube or Facebook, uh, again, want to thank you for your time and tuning in. Hopefully you got a little bit of a little bit of value out of this. And, uh, you know, again, uh, if you're considering it, you know, make that trip and go go check out the Internet. And we all know how to use Google. Um, go check out where uh, uh, Yellowknife and go check out James Marlowe and, and the, the, the NOTA. Uh, areas and contact one of those guides and make the trip. Uh, I can tell you just from personal experience and going to just Alaska, not even as far north as uh, what Fritz is talking about here, but just going to Alaska, it really is. When they say it's the last frontier, it really is the last frontier. And uh, it really is, you know, when that call for help, the closest place to help you is the Coast Guard, you know, you're in the wilderness. So uh, uh, it's it's something to experience and it's something that uh, you'll never forget. I I can promise you. And I'm, I'm going back. I'm, I'm addicted to Alaska. So, That's good. <laughs> so I'm going to have good. to add this to my list and, and get up there. And uh, who knows, Fritz, if you're in the area, maybe we'll have to hook up and shoot, try to shoot a couple ducks together. There you go. There you go. Well, great. <laughs> well, it's, it's fun. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's been hurting over the whole COVID issue and, and, and I just hope people can get out and, you know, really enjoy the outdoors. Exactly. Same here. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's awesome for those of us that, that have that opportunity and we're fortunate enough to be able to, to, to take advantage of those. And I just encourage you, you know, don't wait, um, regardless of your age, experience, background, like don't wait, get out and go do it now. Make that, make the investment and do it now, because that, again, it's just, just, it's, I can't describe, I can't even put it into words right now because it, it truly is, it's, it's the last frontier and it's an experience that you'll carry with you the rest of your life and you're going to make some great friends uh, along the way. So 
Uh, Fritz, thanks again for being here. And everyone, thanks for tuning in, listening to this quick episode. We, we definitely appreciate all of our listeners and uh, we look forward to having you on another episode, Fritz. Thanks again. All righty. Well, you guys take care. Get out there. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Talk to y'all soon. We'll see you on the next episode of Knee Deep in the Duck Line. We are duck hunting fanatics. Knee deep in the duck blind. If it flies, it dies. <laughs>